Hello, welcome to the Living Out of Intimacy with God podcast. I am your host, Mahalia Jackson. Today, we are doing a continuation of the teaching from earlier this week, actually Monday, from the message called God's Original Intent Concerning Living Out of Intimacy with Him. Again, I did a message on Monday, and that podcast was called God's Original Intent Regarding or Concerning Living Out of Intimacy with Him. And all this is on this episode's podcast is is the part two of that same, out of that same teaching. And so, if you didn't listen to Monday's podcast, um, please go back and listen to it. Instead of me doing a recap of everything that I taught in that episode, I would rather that you would go back and listen to it for yourself. Because it's nothing like hearing a word or hearing a message for yourself. I can do a recap before I go into today's part two, but it still wouldn't be the same as you going back and listening to everything that God gave me for part one, episode one. And so this is still episode one, only part two. And in today's episode, we're still talking about God's original intent concerning living out of intimacy with him, what that means, what that looked like from the beginning, what it did in man and woman's life, because Adam and Eve were the first man and woman. And, um, In this episode, we're still coming out of Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3. Um, And in the first chapter, I want to touch on again what intimacy with God creates in our lives. But I even want to touch on something that I didn't touch on in the first episode. So we're going to go to Genesis chapter 1. And we're going to start at verse 1. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And I'm going to stop right there because as I was reading that, the Holy Spirit revealed to me that that is what life is like when we don't have intimacy with God. That when we don't have intimacy with Jesus, our life doesn't have form. And it's void. Void meaning empty. But when we do have intimacy with him, the way that we live, 
the form that we live out of. We have form and we have fullness when we are living out of intimacy with God. It was such a powerful revelation that God gave me as I was um, reading over the beginning um, of chapter 1 of Genesis verses 1 and 2. I thought it was such a powerful revelation that God had given me and shown me that when we don't have intimacy with, with him, our lives lack form. Our lives feel very empty. We feel very empty on the inside because when we don't have intimacy with God and when we are not experiencing intimacy with Christ, we're living out of what we think is best for us, what we think, what we feel is best for us. Sometimes even what other people feel and think is best for us. And some of us can testify and attest to um, how empty living like that feels. For those of us who um, have a relationship with Christ now, we can testify to what it was like before we gave our lives to Christ, how empty we felt on the inside because we were living not out of intimacy with Jesus, but we were living out of what we thought and believed and felt was best for us. And we were also living out of what other people thought and believed was best for us. Their personal feelings, their post personal opinions and um, the way that they saw us. And many of us felt such an emptiness on the inside before we entered into intimacy with Jesus and before we allow God to develop us in intimacy with him. Even for many in the church, um, there's a lack of intimacy with God and you can see it in the way that they treat others and the way that they treat their brothers and sisters in Christ because they um, are not uh, because they are not allowing God to develop them in intimacy with him. There's an inability to love others the way that God wants them to. There's an inability for them to love themselves the way that God intended for us to love ourselves. Um, there's an inability to have compassion and mercy on themselves and others. You will find where there is a lack of intimacy with God, there is a lack of love, a lack of compassion, and a lack of kindness too for oneself and for others. So again, this is why experiencing intimacy with God is so important for our lives. So that's the first point that I wanted to emphasize um, as we are discussing God's original intent concerning living out of intimacy with him. And I also wanted to go further into chapter two. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. 
God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And then it goes on um, throughout the remainder of chapter one to talk about all that God created, how he created the, the waters and brought all the waters together and and how he created the earth and everything in the earth, the plants, the, the grass, the seeds, the trees, the lights, the stars, the moon, everything that we see in the earth today, God created it in the beginning. And I also want to stop right there and go to um, St. John. We're going to go to, we're going to take a pause and go over to St. John chapter one. And I'm turning to it right now. Give you some time to turn to it. Or maybe you maybe maybe you may even know it by heart. I know I know it by heart, but I still want to read it. Out of the new King, the New King James Version Bible. So again, we're going to St. John chapter one, starting at verse one. And it says, in the beginning was the word. And when the Bible says the word, it's speaking of Jesus. Because Jesus was the word of God in the flesh. <coughs> Excuse me. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Look at that. He was in the beginning with God. So not only was God there in the beginning when the heavens and the earth and everything in it was created and made, but so was Jesus and so was the Spirit of God. Verse 3, all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. <coughs> Some versions say the darkness could not extinguish it. And I love how it says that because if you go back to Genesis chapter 1, it speaks on how God said, let there be light. And, there, and then there was light. Before God spoke light into the earth, the earth was completely dark and without form and it was empty. Jesus, the light of the world, when he steps into darkness, he shines in the darkness and the darkness is not able to put it out. When Jesus, the light, 
speaks, things happen. And that's what happened from the very beginning. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost were in there in the beginning, creating things, speaking things into existence into existing, speaking life over things and things happen and things changed and things moved and things got into their proper place and things came into order. And the reason why I wanted to emphasize all of that, the second point that I want to make concerning that is Look at the union between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I want to emphasize that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, because of the intimacy that they had with one another, they were, they were able to do such great work together from the beginning, not only in creating the heaven and the earth, but also in creating man and woman and every human being after them. If God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit would not have been one with one another, if they had not had perfect intimacy with one another and true intimacy with one another and maturity in their relationship, they would not have been able to do, to speak, and to carry out the things that they carried out from the be- from the very beginning until now and to the end intimacy with God is so important to God that he first demonstrated it in his relationship with Jesus in his spirit from the very beginning we can look at their example and how they moved in cooperation with each other, in union with one another to see how, how it's supposed to be done. If we want to see how we're meant to, 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 to work together and how we're meant to treat each other and how we're meant to look at one another, we need not look any further than at the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and, and how they worked together, how they cooperated with one another, how they depended on each other in order to carry out the purpose and the plan that they carried out in the earth. And look at what that, that intimacy between the three of them created. Look around at the earth today. Look around at all that you see. When you see the the multicolored gardens and the beautiful plush grass and, 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 and the trees. And when you see um, all the beautiful uh, uh, animals and and the oceans and the streams and the ponds, everything that you see on a daily basis throughout creation. Even those beautiful beaches that many of us love to go through. During our summer times, God created all of that. And we get to enjoy it because of 
the beautiful union that they had together because of the intimacy that they shared with one another. Think about how powerful that is. If God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit would have never lived in intimacy with one another, we would not have what we have today. If they would have been like many of us have operated at times, at war with each other, in competition with one another, trying to outshine or outdo the other, trying to tear the other down in order to feel more powerful over the other. We would not have what we are enjoying today. I just wanted to just stress that because that's really something to think about when you think about what the intimacy that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit provided for us, what it created for us, what it made possible for us. It also makes you think, what can that kind of intimacy with God do in our lives? That is my, that is the question that I pose to us all. What does living out of intimacy with God and with Jesus and with God's spirit, what does it produce in our lives? What does it produce in us? What can it bring forth out of us that we haven't seen or experienced yet that other people, glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, haven't seen or experienced from us? This is really something for us to think about when we think about God's original intent concerning us living out of intimacy with him. This was God's original intent concerning us living out of intimacy with him. Why are you teaching this, Mahalia? Why are you going back to the beginning Instead of just going straight to the New Testament, because it's so important for us in order to understand God's heart and mind for us today. We must understand what his heart and mind was for us from the very beginning, from the very beginning of creation to the Garden of Eden, to Christ coming into the earth. God in the flesh, that's who Christ was. The word in the flesh and until the end, we must understand God's original intent for us concerning living out of intimacy with him. In order for us to really understand his heart and mind for us today, what it is he desires for us, what it is he wants from us, what it is he wants to get out of us. It is not just our works. I think so many of us in the church today have misunderstood God's heart and his intentions. And we are so willing to give God our works that we have missed the whole point and intention of God from the beginning. The we have missed the importance of giving God ourselves, not just at the initial point of salvation, 
but every step of the way in our relationship with him, being intimate with him on a day to day basis, being intimate with him as we go throughout our day. Just sharing with him those things that concern us, those things that bother us, those things that hurt us. And I'm not talking about us murmuring and complaining like the children of Israel who God blessed so abundantly and richly. He blessed them so abundantly and richly that their clothes never wore out while they traveled in the in, in the in the wilderness. But yet they couldn't see the blessing of the intimacy that God was working to develop them in. And they told God that they were better off in bondage, that they would have been better off being left in Egypt. And, and that's how some people are today because they can't understand God's heart and mind for them because they don't understand what intimacy with God can and will do in their lives. They really have believed the lives, Satan, that they that they would be better off in the world, that they would be better off in that toxic, abusive relationship that has left them broken and scarred, that they would be better off going back to that man or that woman that abused and misused them, that they would be better off going back to that ministry that controlled and manipulated them, that they would be better off going back to those addictions that God had delivered them out of, that they would be better off going back to those things that that was never God's will for us in the first place, that they would be better off going back to operating out of hurt, pain and anger instead of allowing God to develop them in intimacy. I, I want all of us to hear the heart of the heart and the mind of God for us concerning living out of intimacy with him. Because if we get this revelation, brothers and sisters in Christ, not just hear it, but if we really get it into our hearts and minds, the things that God wants to do in us, through us and for us out of our intimacy with him. Not just out of us doing works for him, but out of us allowing him to develop us in intimacy with him. If we really get it, we will see things like never before. We will experience God in ways we've never experienced him before. Mind blowing ways, life changing ways. This is what God has been revealing to me. For quite some time now. And I know that for me. This revelation has been life changing. And this is something that I seek God about. On a regular basis. I by, I by no means. Want to make anyone think. That I've mastered intimacy. With God. Or mastered living out of intimacy. With God. But just like you beloved. I am still on my journey of living out of intimacy with God. And, and I could testify to you that allowing God to develop me in closeness and intimacy with him has really worked wonders in me and in my life. It has really done 
a life-changing work in me. If I could tell you about where I came from versus where I am today, you would know that it was the work of intimacy with God that brought all of this about. And God is continuing to develop me and you in intimacy with him every day as we continue to allow him to have his way. And just think again, as you read throughout Genesis chapter one, two and three, all the things that happen as you allow God to place you in that place of intimacy. And we can go back to Genesis chapter two and see some of the benefits of us allowing God to put us to place us in the place of intimacy. And in Genesis chapter two, verse eight, it says the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And that man was Adam. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow. um, That is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And even before verse eight, I meant to start at verse seven. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into him his nostrils and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being or some versions say living soul. And going down to verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. God put Adam in the place of intimacy with him. And God revealed to me that the place of intimacy with him, when he, when, when he says the place of intimacy with him, that means when we enter into a relationship with God and we to allow him to develop us out of intimacy with him, that represents the place of intimacy with God our relationship with God and us allowing him to to develop us in intimacy with God. That represents the place of intimacy. And out of that place of intimacy, God showed me how he had given Adam and Eve the Garden of Eden. He didn't just give Adam and Eve a relationship with him. But he added to that the Garden of Eden, this beautiful reality, which was the Garden of Eden and everything in it. (coughs) And he said that they could enjoy. Of every tree of the garden, he told them they could freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and good and evil, he said, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So God was so good to to give them the, the, the liberty to eat from every tree in that garden. But that one tree, that one tree was what they were forbidden um, to eat of. 
And I just wanted to emphasize again all the beauty that came out of God placing them in the place of intimacy. God gives them this beautiful reality of the garden. God gives us the beautiful reality of the things that that he plants in us and the things that flourish out of us allowing him to develop us in intimacy. Glory, hallelujah to you, Jesus, for what you're showing us through this um, beautiful revelation of intimacy. He places us in the place of intimacy, y'all. And then on top of that, he allows us to flourish in that garden of intimacy he puts us in, which is which is our relationship with him. He allows us to flourish out of that relationship with him. He allows for things to flourish in us, for things to be birthed forth out of us, for, for things to grow out of us, for us to give birth to to beautiful, vibrant, life-changing things out of the intimacy he gives us with him. He is such a good and faithful Lord and Savior. This is how much he loved Adam and Eve. This is how much he still loves us today. And God wanted me to share that with us, that not only does he place us in the place of intimacy, But in that place of intimacy, he brings such beautiful, life-changing things out of us. The ability to flourish. Things that flourish come out of us. Live things. things Things that are alive. We don't birth forth anything that's dead because we're living. And we're living out of intimacy with God. When Adam and Eve were living out of intimacy with God and that intimacy also involved them living out of obedience to God, their reality was so beautiful. It was perfect union between Adam and his wife and between Adam and Eve and God, the father, God, the son and the Holy Spirit. There was no sin there was no conflict between Adam and Eve. There was no, Adam didn't look at Eve like, I don't need her. She's just a woman. What can she do for me? And Eve didn't look at him in that way. Like, he's just a man. How much How much money do you got in your pocket? Because if you don't have millions, you can't do nothing for me. No, they both Look at what happened in that place of intimacy. They both saw the value of each other living out of intimacy with God. And that's the third point that I want to emphasize and stress on today. When you and I are living out of that place of intimacy with our Lord and Savior, it empowers us to see the value of one another, to see each other through the eyes and the heart of God and not of not out of the eyes of our flesh and because Adam and Eve were not being ruled by their flesh at that point they were able to see the beauty of each other as man and woman and and as human beings but once they ate of the tree that God told them not to it opened their eyes to a different reality It opened their eyes to see them 
to see things in a way that they never saw things before. Sin opened their eyes up to things that God never wanted them to see. And that's what happens to us when we sin and when we do wrong. Our eyes are open to things that God never intended for us to see. And, and, and some of us can, 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 can be real about it and speak on it that along the way in our journey with God, God told us not to touch something, not to taste of something, not to open our lives up to a certain person. And when we did, it opened our eyes up to things that God never intended for us to see. We began to look at ourselves and others in a way that we didn't before we allowed that thing to enter into our eye gates, our ear gates, or into our heart or or lives. It changed us and it did not change us for the good. And so this is definitely not a message of condemnation, guilt, and shame, but a message to reveal to us the heart and mind of God. So that for those of us who want to live out his heart and mind in the earth, we can continue to embrace it so that he can carry out his purpose and plan for our lives, just as he had intended and planned to do from the beginning, just how he intended and planned to carry it out from the beginning. And that's what this message is about. It's about the spirit of the God, the spirit of God wanted to reveal to us today his original intent for us from the beginning concerning living out of intimacy with him and all that it creates in our lives and all that it brings forth out of us and all that it creates around us and all that that it creates for us when we are living out of intimacy with God. I don't know about you, but I look at this and I hear this as such a life-changing revelation. This is truly, this is truly life-changing, beloved. And, and this, is, this is so important to God. Intimacy with him is so important to him that in order to restore that which the enemy and man had broken because once sin entered in between um, God and man's relationship, once sin had interrupted the intimacy that Adam and Eve had with their heavenly father, once sin had interrupted that intimacy, their union, their fellowship, their intimacy with God was interrupted. And it was never the same from that day forward. It was never like it was before they ate the fruit. They did still have a relationship with God because God continued to bless them. He allowed them to continue to be fruitful and to multiply. They had children. They still were able to work and and to make a living for themselves. In the way that they did in their day, 
God still provided for them, but it was it was nothing like what it was when they lived out of intimacy with God and and lived in obedience with him um, and, and lived out of o- obedience with him. And so I just wanted to, to share that with us um, on today that 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 it was so important to God and is so important to God. It was so important to God that that intimacy be restored between him and us. God felt it was so important that he sent his son Jesus from heaven to earth to restore relationship between him and man, between us and him. And that is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that intimacy with God has been restored back to us, that the ability to live out of intimacy with God was restored through Jesus Christ and his blood. It was restored through his death, burial and resurrection. And so in this present life, you and I can live out of union. I mean, you and I can live out of, excuse me, intimacy with God and closeness with God and perfect union and harmony with God because of what Jesus did for us. We can experience what God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit experienced in the beginning when we allow God to place us in the place of intimacy and when we allow him to develop us in that intimacy with him. And just just think of what is already has been created out of the intimacy that we have experienced with Christ so far. We have only touched the surface. I wanted to reveal that to us. God wanted to reveal that to us on today. Excuse me. It is God, the father that wanted me to share with us on today. Not me, beloved, but from the heart of God, from the spirit of God, he wanted to share with us on today that we have only touched the surface of what living out of intimacy with him does for us what it brings forth out of us, what it can do for us. There is so much more that God wants to show us. There's so much more that he wants to do through us. And there's so much more that he is going to do for us in the days and months and years to come. I truly do believe that out of our intimacy with God, God is going to do life transforming things for each and every one of us. For each and every one of us who embrace this truth, who embrace this revelation that the Holy Spirit has released for the church, who embrace not only a relationship with God, but allowing God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him. We are going to see things like we've never seen them before. God is going to move and speak though. He's going to move and speak so mightily through us in this final hour and in these end times that it's going to not only blow our minds, it's going to blow the minds of 
the people who are um, watching our lives, the world around us, even people who don't believe in God. They're going to know that we've been with God and that we are with God and that God definitely has to be with us because of what they're going to see coming out of our intimacy with God. This is the work of the spirit in our lives. The spirit from the beginning until now and until the very end always intended for us to live out of intimacy with God and out of intimacy with Jesus and out of intimacy with him. That was God's intent from the beginning. And this is what God wanted me to share with us on today so that not only we can embrace this revelation, but so that we can begin to move in it so that we can get so that we can begin to pray about it. For those of us that have already been praying, continuing to pray, continuing to pray, continuing to thank God for how he's developing us in intimacy with him every step of the way. And what that intimacy with him is producing in us is bringing forth out of us and what it is um, also doing for us. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy with him, we are going to experience God like never before. I declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him, we're going to see signs, miracles and wonders, and we are going to do signs, miracles and wonders in Jesus name. I also declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him, we're going to have greater experiences with his love compassion, kindness, and grace for us in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him, it's going to continue to change the way we see ourselves, others, the world around us, and God himself. In Jesus' name, I declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him, it's going to continue to, to heal us in places where we need to be healed. It's going to continue to, to bring deliverance about in our lives. It's going to draw those that are meant to be drawn to Christ to him. Our intimacy with God is going to be a great witness for us. Our intimacy, our living out of intimacy with God, the father, God, the son and God, the Holy Ghost is going to be a great witness for us. It's going to be a great testimony for us. There are going to be times, brothers and sisters in Christ, when we're not even going to have to say anything. People are going to be able to see the evidence of our intimacy with God and how we live and how we walk and how we treat them and how we talk to them 
and how we bless them and how we forgive in a world that is right now that is being consumed by such hatred and prejudice. I declare and decree that in the midst of all of this chaos and confusion that the enemy has orchestrated in the midst of all this chaos and confusion that Satan has created in the midst of all that is going on. Our intimacy with God is going to be a testimony in the midst of all of these crises, in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of all the unjust killings that are going on, in the midst of all of the hatred and prejudice that's being exhibited. I declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him. Those that don't know Christ. Are going to see the evidence of that intimacy and they're going to want to come out of hatred. They're going to want to come out of prejudice. They're going to want to come out of bigotry. They're going to want to come out of things that are not God's will or intent for them. We're not going to have to um, debate or argue with anybody because God never wants us to debate or argue with people. But it's going to be the evidence of our intimacy with God that is going to draw them to Jesus. They're, they're going to really see Jesus in him. They're going to really see Jesus in us in a way that they, in a way that they haven't before. It's going to be greater. That's what I want to say. It's going to be greater than what they've seen in our past. They're going to see Jesus moving and speaking and operating more greatly through us and in us and for us. And it's going to be because of us living out of intimacy with him. It's not going to be because of any works of our flesh or works of our hands. It's going to be out of our intimacy with God that we're going to see life changing things begin to happen. That we are going to see and experience life changing things begin to happen in the earth. I declare and decree that over us as the church, as sons and daughters of God, as the called out chosen ones. I declare and decree this over us, the remnant. I declare and decree this over the remnant of Jesus Christ. That as we continue to allow God to develop us in, in closeness, as we continue to allow God to develop us out of intimacy, in intimacy and closeness with him. God is going to do such life changing, such a life changing work on the inside of us. Such a life changing work through us that is meant to be done throughout the earth, that is meant to impact the world. This work I'm talking about is the work that we have to do that's meant to impact the world, that is meant to reach souls, that is meant to draw all those that are meant to be sons and daughters of God to Jesus. 
and also the work that he's going to do for us, the blessings he's about to release, the promises that are about to be fulfilled. It's all going to come out of the intimacy that we are experiencing with God, the Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. All of this is going to happen by God's spirit, for he said in his word, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit, said the Lord. Intimacy with God happens through the spirit of God. It's not something we can create on our own. And as we continue, beloved, to allow God and Jesus and his precious spirit to develop us in intimacy with the three of them, because we're all because we're because we're all meant to experience all of them. God did not give us each of them for us to just experience one of them and not the other. As we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy with all three of them, because all three of us, I mean, all three of them live inside of all of us who are believers. We're going to see things that we haven't seen before. We're going to see things on a level we didn't see before. And we're going to experience God move in our lives like never before. I just wanted to share the heart and mind of God with you on today concerning what he has shared with me and what he has been sharing with me for a couple years regarding experiencing intimacy and living out of intimacy with him. Excuse me if I sound a little under the weather. I'm going through some things in my body, but it don't stop anything because this is how it is when we live out of intimacy with God. God God puts his heart and his desires in us and we go forth anyway, no matter the circumstances, no matter the times we are living in, no matter the opposition that comes before us. I mean, that comes at us. Amen. And so I just declare and decree that as we continue to allow God to develop us in intimacy and closeness with him, we are going to experience God in a way we've never experienced him before. And what I mean by that is it's going to be greater than we've ever experienced him before. So I wanted to say to you and to me, get ready, get ready, get ready. Bishop Jakes used to say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And I really do mean for all of us as God's people, it really is time to get ready to allow God to do and to say and to carry out his work through us, his purpose and plan everything he intended from the beginning until now and until the end and the way that it's going to happen is by his spirit. And it's also going to happen out of our living out of intimacy with God. And that is what God wanted me to share with us on today. Um, And so I am about to wrap it up. That is all I have for you all on today. I thank you for being so kind enough to join me 
for um, part two of the first episode of my podcast, Living Out of Intimacy with God. I'm sorry if I didn't sound my best. I am a little under the weather, but I still confess and believe that my body is healed no matter the opposition that's, that's coming against me. And I'm going to continue to do what God has called and chosen for me to do no matter what. And so that that's what's so awesome about living out of intimacy with God. You can be facing difficult circumstances. You could be going through hell in your physical body. You could be experiencing some losses and cuts, cutbacks and um. Because I remember Bishop T.D. Jake saying, whenever the father grows you, he also cuts you back. But in all of that, when you are experiencing intimacy with God, you still have great joy and peace and gladness. And you're able to stay in a place of encouragement when you're when when you and I are living out of intimacy with God. And so if you wonder what intimacy with God does for you what it will do for you and what it does for you and what it does for all of us. The father has revealed to you today exactly what intimacy with him creates and does for you, how beneficial it is for all of our lives. And I pray that you were encouraged today. I pray that you were stirred up in your heart and in your spirit. I pray that you will really tap into this revelation and, and even t- into what God has been revealing to you regarding living out of intimacy with him, being led by his heart and his mind and living out of his heart and mind, especially in times like this, too. So continue to be encouraged. And until we meet again on this coming Monday, be encouraged, continue to be blessed and continue to allow God to develop you in intimacy and closeness with him. And also remember that from the beginning until the end, it has always been for God. It has always been about us living out of intimacy. I leave you with that peace and blessings to each and every one of you. I love you all. And I thank you for your participation, not just in my podcast, but in the work of of the kingdom. Please support my sister in Christ, Sister Christina Chisholm. She's a powerful woman of God who is living out of intimacy with Christ every day. and, And God is doing great things through her as a result. Please support her um, um, podcast. I think it's called Remnant Rising or Arising. She's on Facebook. Her name is Christina Chisholm. Please support her podcast. It's on Anchor and it's an amazing and awesome podcast. And she has been at this for a long time as far as prophesying and preaching and teaching and encouraging men and women, boys and girls as they continue to grow in intimacy with God. So please support my sister in Christ, Christina Chisholm. It is because of her 
that I am doing this podcast. So be encouraged, be blessed until next time. Um, And until we meet again on Monday, be encouraged, be blessed and allow God to continue to have his way as he develops you in intimacy and closeness with him. Thank you.